section thirty three of my strange rescue this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by kathleen my strange rescue by james macdonald oxley section thirty three the game of rink hockey the part performed by canada in making contributions to the list of the world's amusements has been by no means slight lacrosse and canoeing for the warm bright days of summer snowshoeing and tobogganing for the crisp cold nights of winter these make up a quartet of healthy hardy sports the superiors of which in their appropriate season any other country might safely be challenged to show but apparently this ambitious colony is not content with the laurels already won and in the bringing of the game of rink hockey to perfection would add another to her garland for this fine game as played in the canadian cities to-day is without question a distinctly home product not that hockey is native to the soil in the same sense as lacrosse in a simpler form and under different names it has long existed in england but the difference between the game as played there on the green and played in canada on the ice is as great as that between an old-fashioned game of rounders and a professional game of baseball the most ancient account of hockey is to be found in that dear delightful old book struts sports and pastimes of the people of england where it figures under the name of bandy ball what is now called the hockey stick being then known as the bandy and there is attached to the description a comical little woodcut representing two boys in short frocks each wielding bandies almost as big as themselves playing with a ball half the size of their heads as first played in canada hockey went by various names some of which were apparently merely local hurley shiny ricketts and so forth it was played only upon the ice in winter time and there was not much pretense to rules each player taking part as best he knew how no effort toward systemizing the game appears to have been made until the year eighteen seventy five when the members of the montreal football club in search of some lively athletic amusement for the long winter months recognized in hockey the very thing they wanted at first the rules adopted for the regulation of the game were modeled upon those of the english hockey association but as the game developed many changes were found necessary in adapting it to the requirements of a rink and the rules now used by the amateur hockey association of canada are in the main original with it starting from montreal the game has made its way to halifax and st john on the east and to ottawa and toronto on the west and from the enthusiasm with which it has been taken up at these cities it actually threatens to displace tobogganing and snowshoeing in the affections of the young men let me now try to give my readers some idea of the game and the way in which it is played please picture to yourselves a skating rink with an ice surface one hundred and fifty feet in length by seventy-five feet in width at either end close to the platform are the goals consisting of two slender poles placed six feet apart and standing four feet high with small red flags at their peaks such is the field of battle and upon it the players take their places they are dressed much as they would be for football except that their feet are shod with skates of a peculiar make the heel projecting more than in an ordinary skate in order to guard against getting a nasty fall when heeling up suddenly each player is armed with a hockey stick as to the size of which the only rule is that it shall not be more than three inches wide at any part a good stick should be made of a single piece of ash bent 
not sod into the proper curve of the length and weight the player finds to suit him best the bone of contention between the contending sides is called the puck and is a circular piece of vulcanized rubber one inch thick all through and three inches in diameter it is slightly elastic and will rebound from the board sides of the rink if sent violently against them a fact which enables an expert player to evade an opponent charging down to wrest it from him as by striking the puck against the boards and picking it up again on the rebound he can keep on his way unchecked the teams are arranged in the following manner goalkeeper takes his place between the posts and a little forward of them point stands about four yards out and a little to one side so as not to interfere with the goalkeeper's view down the centre cover point's position is from ten to fifteen yards out from goal and on the opposite side to point centre's post is indicated by his name and the same may be said of the right and left forwards and the half-back who supports centre for the control of the game there are a referee who follows it about as does the referee at football and two umpires one at either goal the sole business of the latter being to decide whether or not the puck has passed between the posts and not above the flags play begins with a bully that is the puck is placed between the two centres in the centre of the rink and they after solemnly striking their sticks together three times scramble for its possession trying either to drive it ahead into their opponent's territory or behind to the halfback who immediately passes it to one of the forwards then the game goes on in lively earnest and when the teams are expert and well matched there is nothing on ice to compare with it for brilliancy and excitement the exceeding swiftness of the players movements the sudden variations in the position of the puck as under the impulse of sinewy arms it darts from end to end from side to side of the rink the incessant grind and clatter and ring of the skates the crack of the hockeys and the shouts of the eager players all combine to work up the deepest interest among the spectators and the announcement of a match between two good teams always ensures a large and enthusiastic attendance the rules by which the game is governed are easily understood so long as the puck is on the ice it is in play even though it may be behind the goal line of course a goal can be won only from the front but an opponent who is not offside may follow the puck behind the goal line and fight for the privilege of bringing it out again the rules as to onside and offside are precisely the same as in rugby football that is to say a player must always be between his own goal and the puck when he plays on it a violation of this rule calls for a bully at the spot where the wrong stroke was made the referee is the sole judge in all matters of this kind and from his decision there is no appeal the puck may be stopped but not carried or knocked on by any part of the body in striking it the stick must not be raised above the shoulder the object of this rule is to check violence and the effect of it is to make the stroke move of a push than a blow ensuring greater accuracy in shooting for goal or a fellow player and adding greatly to the grace of the game a practice player will with wonderfully little manifest effort send the puck from end to end of the rink if the ice is at all in good condition another mode of propelling the puck which is at present permissible but is in danger of being rolled out is lifting i cannot very well explain in words how it is done 
but by a deft turn of the wrist gained only by diligent practice the rubber is made to spring into the air and fly in the desired direction it is very effective but dangerous way of gaining ground the danger consisting in the liability of players to be struck by the weighty missile and ugly blows have often been received in this way a lift at the goals is very hard to stop if sent in low and swift as i know by personal experience for once when tending goal the point of my opponent's charge down the length of the rink and without slackening speed lifted the puck and sent it past me like a bullet while i was making ready to receive it on the ice not imagining that it could lift successfully while at full speed no charging from behind tripping collaring kicking or shining is allowed and if any player offends after two warnings it is the duty of the referee to order him off the ice for the remainder of the match if the puck goes off the ice behind the goals it must be taken five yards out at right angles from the goal line and there faced as at the beginning of the game when it goes off the ice at the sides it must be faced five yards at right angles from the side boundary the goalkeeper must not during play lie kneel or sit upon the ice but must maintain a standing position he may stop the puck with his hands or feet but may not throw or kick it away from the goal he must play it properly with his stick two half hours with an intermission of ten minutes to regain breath and wipe off the perspiration is the time allowed for a match the team winning the most goals being the victors there are no other points than goals to be scored such are the principal rules and now for a few words in conclusion of a general character only those who are in good condition and at home on their skates should undertake to play hockey it is a violent game and tests both wind and muscle to the utmost the player must make up his mind to many falls and no lack of hard knocks on shins and knuckles for such things will happen however faithfully the contestants try to keep to the rules at the same time these very characteristics make hockey one of the manliest of sports strength speed endurance self-control shrewdness are the necessary qualities of one who would excel in it combination play is just as effective in it as in football and there is no practical limit to the skill that may be attained a very important feature of hockey is that it may be played at night since the introduction of the electric light our rinks are made as bright as day and then the many hard-working young men who are too busy all day to take part in any sport have the opportunity of an hour's splendid exercise after their work is over take it all in all there is perhaps no winter sport exclusively for men that is destined to become more popular or have more enduring favor in canada new associations are rapidly springing up and local leagues that arrange a schedule of matches for the season the boys are taking hold of the game with great zest closely imitating the tricks and artifices of their big brothers and it is safe to say that hockey has definitely taken its place among the national sports of canada End of section 33.